Welcome to Radical Love Live. Today we're going to talk about what it is that we're about and what the vision is going forward and how we're going to talk about spirituality and the world. Exactly. Hey, Kelly. I'm Mark Delcom. So that was Kelly Wilson you just heard there. We are co-creators of this uh, crazy thing called Radical Love Live. It's a new concept. It's not exactly religious. It's uh, more on the spiritual plane of things. So a quick story about how this all came together. Kelly and I have known each other from our congregation that we are members of up at St. John the Divine. Landmark Cathedral of the Episcopal Church here in New York City. We met through a formation class, both being confirmed in the Episcopal Church, and both had a vision for how we might use that platform to talk to people with differing beliefs. Everything about our spirituality has been about finding out that it's bigger than we ever thought it was. As we follow the lead of uh, our command to love and love our neighbors, we found that talking to other people about the way that they believe, talking with them with curiosity and humility and dignity is a great way to make connections and a great way to open up space to have these conversations that often create strife and and division. If we can open up the space and follow the lead of love, we found that we can can actually create more connections. The Cathedral of St. John the Divine is really kind of the perfect space because it's one of the five largest cathedrals in the world. That's some pretty big open space there. It reminds me back to my days when I returned to my own faith uh, in meditation. You know, the open space is that area to where I could just sit with my spirituality and let that rebuild. You know, I had a conversation one night with a professor at Columbia, which is nearby the cathedral, and he said, I'm an astrophysicist. I deal with infinities, with stars and universes and solar systems. He said, I don't know how you can stand to stand in that little building and think about those things. And I, I said, you know, the infinities that you're talking about are things that I can't even imagine. They're so huge. But when I'm under that big vaulted ceiling at the cathedral, that's an infinity that I can conceive of. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just far enough for me to reach for it and an invitation to reach farther beyond that. Again, the cathedral was built uh, to be a, a church for all people. It's a welcoming um, location. And you can see that when you walk through and see the bays and the, the altar. And you'll see menorahs up by the high altar, which you would not normally see inside of a Christian church. But they're there for a reason. And again, it's to remind everybody that all people are welcome inside the, uh, the cathedral. And one of the many jobs that I have is uh, that I'm at least part-time a sound person at the cathedral. Uh, I work in the productions department, and I've done sound there for figures ranging from Desmond Tutu to the Dalai Lama to Pete Seeger there one time. It invites all these different philosophies all within the same place. And it really is, as you said, it's the house of prayer for all people, people with faith, people without faith. It's a civic center. There are people who in the neighborhood see it as an important part of that neighborhood and that kind of acropolis of the the university, the hospital, the church. The power of the space and what it could be done inside of that is uh, quite incredible. So um, now we've talked a little bit about where Radical Love Live is going to happen. Once the 
the live series starts. You can find us here on uh, either the website or the podcast platform. What we originally saw the program being like a spiritual um, prairie home companion. That's really what we're talking about with Radical Love Live. It's a celebration where there's interviews, there's conversation, much like what we're doing right now. Music is a very important element of this as well in each of the episodes. And really, bringing people together in this welcoming, embracing kind of space. Right. It can't just be intellectual. There are certain revelations about spirituality, these existential questions that we embrace that we really can't manage just through intellect or discussion alone. And that's where these more esoteric methods of communication may come in. You could explore spirituality through music, through poetry, through practice through prayer and meditation. We want to open up that space for all of these things so that we're talking with each other, we're talking with you, we're talking with leaders and experts and thinkers, but then also inviting music and dance and this celebration. And sometimes we're not just digging and exploring. Sometimes we're just sitting back and kind of letting it flow over us. And, and we we feel like there's something to be gained from that as well. Absolutely. And as we continue to move forward into what will be our first episode coming up, we are obviously excited about the potential, but also understand that uh, now would not be a good time for us to put blinders on this or set up strict rules of what makes the program or what doesn't. And so within that space, especially in these first episodes that we're working on, it will be a welcoming open space. It really, it's all tied together, though, on a foundation of love, love in the most basic, pure human way, that connection that we can have with one another, just as people that are all of the same family. And I'm not saying just in a kumbaya kind of way, it's, it's much more than that. We're thinking about some questions that are going to guide this journey. In a world where spiritual institutions are struggling, yes. that people are leaving spiritual institutions because they're not necessarily meeting their needs, that membership is, is diminishing. We want to talk about why is that happening? Is there something else that's providing the value that religious institutions once did? Is it relevant? Is spirituality being found somewhere else? Is it going away? What does the future of it look like? How can these institutions innovate to meet the need or, or can they? Maybe there's something new coming from all of this, and we're all on this uncharted territory. I mean, certainly technology has taken us in an entirely different way. You know, podcasts were relatively unknown, you know, 10 plus years ago, and here we are right. uh, today. It's just one medium that people now get to share their points of view, and in the world of uh, faith and spirituality, certainly it's there. And so, again, those kinds of conversations absolutely are necessary, because for the f- listeners that have made it this far into the podcast and are still saying, well, you know, actually, I'm not spiritual, this does not exclude you. You're a part of this conversation as well. For one simple reason. You have people around you who do have spiritual practices. If anything else, hopefully what we do at Radical Love Live will help you engage with those people that are near and dear to you. It's happened in my family. You know, I have members of my family that are of different faith traditions inside the Christian church itself, and you have family that are in this. So I think, again, the program is about building bridges. And I think it's exciting that we're going down this path. We're doing this outside of, of the church. And just to be clear, Kelly and I are not ordained in any way, shape, or form. Yes, he works for the cathedral, but we I'm, a, are, I'm a craftsman, not it, a <laughs> not a clergyman. That is correct. Neither one of us are clergy, and that is one of the 
elements of the program that there is no particular dogma or doctrine or faith tradition that's driving this, even though we're holding this inside the cathedral. There have been a lot of stories that I've read and heard over the last few years, and this ties back to some of the the challenges with religious institutions right now, where people who question dogma in what is otherwise a loving environment are very quickly shown the door, that not being able to ask questions, not being able to express doubt makes it a very unwelcoming environment for some people. And we are turning that on its head. We <laughs> on want in. your questions. We want your doubt. We want you to challenge Absolutely. us. You know, I've had conversations with people who are would never call themselves spiritual about, you know, without spirituality, are there ethics? Absolutely. Of course. Are there other ways to address and solve problems? Absolutely. Of course. Philosophy, design. There are other disciplines that are addressing the world's problems, and those are also part of this conversation. Absolutely. And we're really trying to kind of strip away a lot of the dogmatic limitations that have made it difficult to have these conversations and see if we can get down to more of the kind of base code underneath all of this that mm. will hopefully connect us and show us, all of us, that we're maybe a little bit less certain of exactly how things are going. If you've got everything figured out, you can't learn anything new. Well, this is true. Think back to the apostles of Jesus, and they thought they had exactly figured out, here's this guy, and he's going to be our Messiah, and he's going to overthrow the Romans, and we're going to figure it all out. And then he died. Yeah, yeah. And they were all sitting around in a room, and they were really sad. They were like, I have no idea what's going on now. My my entire worldview is shattered. They hung out with this guy for three years every day, and they had no idea what was going on. And then new revelation happened, and they're like, oh, there's a whole other order of the universe that I didn't even know about. If they had not been open to that, they would have missed the whole thing. And if you don't believe in Christ, we're not suggesting that you should. But the history is still there. There was a story written around him. We address the reality of these faith traditions. So it's interesting that, to think about how we're going to go forward talking about religious experiences, because I definitely will tell stories from my religious framework, but we're going to invite guests from a range of religious traditions Absolutely. and people who have other traditions that are not strictly religious, so that you'll hear stories and observations and perspectives like this from within a number of different frameworks. And I think that we can look at those with respect and curiosity and see crossovers. We can learn from a number of different traditions and look at all of them on the on their own terms. Absolutely. And see how they how they connect. Absolutely. When we were designing this program, that was one of the initial things that Kelly and I agreed was critical to this program. It's for a wide variety of uh, listeners, young, old, it's everything inside of that. There's not any one category that's more ideal than the other. I think so. Yeah, I'm thinking about people who've left churches or religious organizations wanting to be able to have a place where they can still come back and talk about those experiences and, and ask questions, or people who have never felt comfortable approaching religion because, oh my gosh, people are going to hug me and I'm going to be converted (laughs) and they're going to ask me for money. And, you know, people who just want to talk about how we as a species get along and how we can try to create an ethical society and not let these things get in our way because religious dogma has created some problems, but in some places it's also 
motivated people to do things that are good and how we can harness the good and find ways to diminish some of the bad. And so a couple of points of clarification. We're not building a church. Let's be clear about that. There's no plan or motive underneath all of this that we're trying to create something that's not. It is simply a program. It's also not something that we're looking at for a monetary gain or anything else. We might sell a T-shirt at some point to help pay for expenses. But yeah, yeah, keep the lights on, as they say. <laughs> but uh, you know, I don't think we have any uh, G650s in our future. Yeah, no, no. All right. Well, um, thank you so much for taking the oh, time to you, listen. Kelly. And uh, we're excited that the program is coming we'll, we'll let you know when you can either come to the cathedral and and see it live or when you can hear it here on either the website or podcast platform thanks again kelly for putting this together guys uh for listening as well thank you so much thank you.